Do the show. All right. <clears throat> the bottom line bombs on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady Mate. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash Shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by SGPN Mesh Shorts. Just in time for summer, we got a brand new line of mesh shorts. Use the promo code SHORTS at store.sportsgamingpodcast.com for 10% off. And with that, let's get into the show. Yeah, boy, that's me, CJ Sullivan. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bops on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. That's me, the host, CJ Sullivan. I'm just going through all the uh, things here. So many things I got to do when I start the show, you know? Nope, I can't look at myself here. So many boxes. Sorry. Again, again, every time I'm like, start off with concise sentences, have a point. I have a direction, but I'm rambling because I'm in a box by myself producing it. So I'm like, I'm getting to, that's what I'm doing. I'm, 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 I do the live broadcast on StreamYard, YouTube, Then I got to tweet out. Then it goes on all the networks, all the different feeds. I got to fave those and retweet all for uh, the live show, which no one comes to anyway. Everyone listens on the podcast if they are listening. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes I sometimes I enjoy it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I am CJ Solve, host of Bottom Line Bombs. The picks with bits for tobacco use only uh, here on May 15th. Man, I keep over halfway through May already. That's what people like saying. I can't believe it's June already. I can't believe it's this already. Believe it. It's life. It happens every day. It never stops. And it keeps on going. Until... Well, right around here is when, when like when the Sixers stop playing. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> the bombs are hot. If you're if you're if you're tailing the bottom line bombs, we went seven and one on the last show. We're live every Monday and Wednesday, noon Pacific here from Los Angeles, and uh, yeah, seven and one, amazing. I mean, the bombs are just so hot. Now, granted, they were, it seems like those games were a long, long, long time ago. Because they were, they were like, Golden State was one of them, but when they won that game five, that was the easiest win of the year. Everyone in the world knew Golden State was going to win that game. Just because the Lakers were going to win at home on Friday night, which is what they did. Um, anyway, we don't, I don't have to go through all that, because it's onward to the next one, because it seems like so old. I have to recap what happened yesterday. Amazing weekend of bombs, uh, of just games and things, including the Philly boss, and I'll talk about that in one second. Um Tonight there's only one. There's one hockey game, and tomorrow there's one basketball game. So I'll give up bombs for those two games and uh, series plays and that Nuggets Lakers stuff. That'll be later on, and then a man in a box t- at the end about uh, Ja Morant or Ja Warrant, as he's known on Black Twitter. It's <laughs> a great nickname. Ja Ja Wick is also a good nickname for him and his guns. He keeps doing. He keeps getting caught with guns on IG Live. Anyway, we'll talk about that towards the end. Um, Black Twitter, by the way. There's nothing. There's nothing any of us, any of us, can do. Professional comedians or not, that'll be anything funnier than Black Twitter. And just shit online in general. Like I've said this before, memes, gifs, fucking videos. They're all. They're all funnier 
than anything that's done on a stage. They're not more talented. I mean, they're talented in different ways, like editing, but it's just fucking hilarious. It sucks for people like us. Professional comedian and gambler, me, CJ Sullivan, talking to you at the bottom line bombs. Anyway, so, um, yeah, real quick before we get into the whole show, a couple bad beats uh, over the weekend. Thank God the Miami Heat uh, got rid of the Knicks. I'm so, I was definitely sick of the Knicks. And the Knicks, one last bastard move by them, Jalen Brunson. Get, I was laying five and a half that last game in Miami, and they lost, and the Knicks covered by losing by four because Jalen Brunson, down six, with 10 seconds to go, decides to go for a layup to make it a four-point game, and then they just don't <laughs> foul. It was amazing. They went from, okay, Jalen Brunson, and I don't blame Jalen Brunson. I love Jalen Brunson. He's, he, first of all, he's a great player. Villanova, you know, the whole thing. He's, he's great. Um, he's the only one who played for the Knicks, which is, which is also hilarious. But I already told you my problems with the Knicks. Too, too many left-handers. They're just gross to look at. I hate too many lefties. I don't trust them. They're like too many sets of twins. Or a TikTok video you see. It's like, is this recording a mirror? What's going on here? Why is everything? Why, why are the credits on the show backwards? Anyway, uh, so Brunson, he doesn't give up. So he goes in for the layup because the three-point was taken away from him, making four-point line. And then Miami inbounds the ball, and then Brunson turns around, and he sees uh, the rest of his team quitting and walking off the court. <laughs> like, hey, you guys are supposed to foul after this. We're supposed to extend the game. Yeah. No, we decided we're not. We're not going to do that. We're going to go home. We're going to go back to New York City. It's fun there. It's not fun here. Or we're going to go out tonight. You're going to go out tonight in Miami. Well, Jalen, what are you doing? If you foul, that's just going to make tonight go longer. And we get to go out in the clubs. And I don't think they let you go out at 7 a.m. anymore. So come on. Join the team for the big win, Jalen. Get in the showers. Let's get this the fuck over with. And that's exactly what happened. So good for the Knicks for covering that spread for a ridiculous quit-non-quit team. Um... Another bad beat happened to me personally yesterday. I didn't give out on the bombs on the show, but uh, the Sixers Celtics game seven. I was not on the Sixers. You know, I am a Sixers fan, but I, first of all, I knew the game was going to be a blowout. Game sevens, I've said in general, just game sevens in general in the NBA are always bad. Not 100%, but more game sevens are the most overrated thing in sports. They love saying there's no better words than game. Yes, there is. Games one through six are better words because they're better games. Game sevens are literally always terrible. Every one of them. Not every one. I use a little hyperbole there. But uh, mostly, more often than not, they're bad. They're blowouts. Or the legs are just dead tired. That game six was brutal. But that's not the point. The point is, I had the over. The over was 200 and a half, an insanely low number. It went off at 202, then it went to 201, 201 and a half, 202, 200. I got it 200 and a half. It finished at 200, if you didn't realize. And the Celtics only scored 150 of them, uh, or whatever the hell it was. Um, <laughs> the Sixers had a 10 point third quarter. I'll get into, I'll get into all the Philly stuff in a second, because it was amazing what they did yesterday. The way they tricked us. It was just incredible. Even for Philly standards, it was pretty, it was pretty great. Uh, but this is what it comes down to. And it, not even the Sixers literally just, they could have a wide open lap, just launching it back, throwing it back out, 
for a three-point shot. That's the modern NBA. Two for a dollar. Shoot it again. You brick, shoot it again. Everybody's just hoisting threes. You're nitpicking if you're looking at that because that's just the way the NBA is. But I will blame this personally on this fucking hall monitor, Zool and Boston Celtics. These ridiculous. They challenged a goaltending up 27 in the fourth quarter with like six minutes to go or whatever the hell it was. Eight minutes. Doesn't matter. They're up 27. The, game, the game's been over for an hour. Everyone's just r- walking around. The game was over five minutes into the second half. And there was a goaltending called, and it, you know, it was 50 50. They reviewed it, got it reversed. Congratulations. Congratulations on getting that goaltending reversed. Up 27 and delaying the game another half an hour. And then the over doesn't hit because of that, because of that single goaltending possession. Anyway. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to get into the, like I said, I'll get into the Philly Boston right after this ad read. And then I'll give you bomb for Denver Lakers and the Dallas uh, Kraken game tonight as well. And a man in the box with John Moran. So much stuff to talk about. But first, let me tell you about Shady Rays or teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. That's pretty great, right? I think. Sure. Uh, I need $500 after that over, didn't it? Uh, Shady Rays got you covered from sun to the slopes. Blah, blah, blah. They have great frames. <laughs> I keep saying blah, blah, blah during ad reads. Uh, you're not supposed to say that. Not to Elaine Bennis, the yada, yada. Um, they're great sunglasses. I'll, I'll, I'll make them personal on my own. They do. Anytime you break them, no questions asked, they give you a new pair. I like that. But they also have uh, the Shady Ray technology. I'm wearing them right now if you're watching them on YouTube. Where you could put them up in your head, you know, you put them up in your head to uh, rest, and you check out something and read, you know, and then you pull it, and it usually snags your hair. They have no snag technology. Look at this pair I'm wearing. I got the Ace Rothsteins. These are nice. If you're a gambler, you need a good pair of uh, scumbag glasses, and these these are good frames for me. I don't have too many. There's not too many sizes that fit my enormous head, and these Ace Rothsteins do. That's for sure. So if you don't love them, return them for free within 30 days. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. So go to ShadyRays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% off two pairs of sunglasses. Then take that receipt to SportsGamingPodcast.com backslash Shady for your chance to win $500 Shady May contest. Also, you get your uh, after you get your shades, <laughs> it's time to get a great pair of mesh shorts for the summer. SGPN has dropped a new line of mesh shorts, perfect for any summer activity. Uh, this is where I um, this is where I Ron Burgundy and I read the directions. Name your favorite activity to do in mesh shorts. No, you don't want to know that. You don't want to know my favorite activity to do in mesh shorts. Head to sports store sportsgamingpodcast.com and use code S- use code shorts for ten percent off. I do love a pair of mesh shorts. Everyone loves a pair of mesh shorts, though. I do. But for inside, I don't do them outside. Unless you're playing, you know, if you're playing basketball or something, which I which I'm not doing, by the way. Uh, <laughs> my other activities while wearing mesh shorts, I don't want to throw out here on my bottom line bombs. No need for any of that. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about what happened yesterday in that game seven. Um, so much fun stuff happened in that game. Yes, the Celtics won. That's what they do. They they finally won the series. Uh, 
Jason Tatum over Fultz was incredible. Uh, that's what I, I thought. It, that's, it was great that Jason Tatum ended the Sixers process era because he is who they, because the Sixers chose Markel Fultz over Jason Tatum. I'll never forget that. They ain't traded for, they traded up for it. Gave Boston a pick for it. They gave Boston a pick to pass up Tatum to take Markel Fultz. And a lot of people like saying how the process is, it is a failure and it's, you know, it's hard to argue. Anyone who wants to talk shit about the Sixers, they can, obviously, after yesterday's performance and what they did. I'll defend them a little bit. Just a little bit. They, they never made it to the conference finals. People like saying that. Never made it out of the second round. Well, that's true. Also, some of that can be blamed on uh, they're not reseeding. The NBA doesn't recede. If the NBA reseeded, the Sixers would have beat the Knicks. And then they would have lost to Boston in the conference finals. So would that, would, would that have made you happier if they would have lost to Boston in the conference finals? I don't know. I, I don't get that thing. But I, I get it. It's easy to say. Uh, Tatum was great yesterday, of course. Um, but he was so bad in game six. That's why it was so bad in game six. And yes, he did go nuts for the last five minutes, whatever, in the fourth quarter. But it's only because Philly allowed him to do. They had an historic. I mean, the Philly, when they lose, they do it historically. Game six at home, Tatum does nothing and they lose. One, because Doc Rivers is Doc Rivers. He's amazing, too. Jesus Christ. I'll get into Doc Rivers in a second. <laughs> Uh, his numbers, everyone knows Doc Rivers' numbers. He's like 17 and 38 and, you know, clinching games or whatever the hell it is. Own seven, game seven, whatever. His his record's abominable compared to other coaches. He's, but he's a con man. He keeps getting jobs. Um, but, yeah, historical. So they had their second worst offensive efficiency game of the season out of, like, 95 games. On game six of the playoffs. That's incredible. That's that just, you can't have, you just can't have that. That is on Doc. Now, game seven yesterday wasn't on Doc. And I think that's the, this is what Doc Rivers is a fucking genius. Because he, Doc Rivers is one of the smartest guys I've ever seen. Because he's a horrible coach, obviously. But he's a, he's a con man. Because he keeps getting a job every year. And I bet, and it would not surprise me if he still has a job. I mean, he's going to, he, I don't know. I say this every year that he's going to get fired. Who knows? But he keeps getting him back. He shouldn't have been back this year. He shouldn't have been back last year. He should have been back the year before. But he keeps coming back. We all know his stats. He's like 0-9 or whatever in, in clinching games. 0-9 when he has a chance to clinch games. I think Embiid and Harden, they played so bad yesterday that they might have saved Doc Rivers' job. Because no, no one can blame Doc Rivers for... Losing, I mean, yeah, he he gets the loss, but no one's coming out and saying, ah, it's Doc Rivers' fault because Embiid and Harden were so bad. That's kind of, that's kind of a genius. That was kind of genius by Doc and Embiid, to be honest with you. He says, like, there's two ways Embiid could have saved Doc's job yesterday. One by winning. He doesn't do that. Nah, no, thank you. Joel Embiid said. He said that immediately. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Harden, what do you think? You want to win this game to save his job? No, no, I don't. All right? How about this? How about we lose so bad that no one thinks it's Doc Rivers' fault? They blame you. Okay, I can get into that. I can get into that. Embiid and Harden both got into that. Now they have a 10-point third quarter. First of all, what, what was Doc Rivers' speech at halftime? 
It was a three-point game. They come out. They probably had a speech, and they're like, oh, dear God, I don't want to do this at all. Then they come out and scored 10 points. 14% as a team. 14% they shot. You know how hard that is to do in modern NBA? I don't know either. I just like saying rhetorical questions. Um, <laughs> that was, by the way, tied a playoff record for fewest points scored during the shot clock era. Anytime they have to invoke the shot clock as a uh, as a staple, like, well, there's stat. It's like the Will Chamberlain stats. There's Will Chamberlain and after Will Chamberlain stats, you know, where he just broke every record. During the shot clock era, back when it was back when you just held the ball for eight minutes and you you passed the ball to set shot Sammy, who had pomade in his hair. Embiid and Harden. What did it, what was their stats? They combined for 24 points. Shot 27%. Nine turnovers is as many field goals made. That's all the stats I'll say. So everyone's furious at Embiid. His press conference after the game was incredible. Chad G, welcome to the welcome to the chat, by the way. I'll put you up there. He says, I'll fucking go. You're right, Chad. We're in the goddamn box. Um that press conference by Embiid was insane. He talked about a guy who just does not know how to read a room. Embiid's funny. Let's not don't don't uh don't get it twisted. Joel Embiid's a funny guy. But he's like way a good-looking guy is funny. Like George Clooney's funny. Like he's funny because people like him. And people like Embiid. And people like athletes in general when they're good. And when, like, I, so, I always say, nobody, nobody kills harder in comedy than an athlete around beat reporters after a win or something like that. They can say whatever they want. Like, ah! Oh! You're Aaron Rodgers. You're fucking hilarious. But then as soon as they don't like you or you lose and you try to do that same joke, it does not do well. You're going to bomb. And that was kind of funny. Embiid figured that out. Embiid, uh, he tried. He, Embiid goes on to press conference. He says, oh, how was that, Embiid? You were awful. Game seven. And then so he, so he tried to make fun of Giannis. You know, Giannis's line, we, we, well documented. Where Giannis said, uh, there is no failure in sports. Just steps towards success. So Embiid thought he'd do that to break the ice. And it did uh it did not work. Let me see if I can let me see if I can pull it up here. Here it is. Um there we go. But yeah. Like someone said, um, it was not a failure, you know, steps to success. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> Um, yeah, that, there was crickets. Is there any cricket noises I can get here? Um, uh, how do I not have crickets on this soundboard? The reporters are like, that is a disgusting act. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, uh, I didn't, I didn't get a, I put the phone up for my sound bite there. Cause I couldn't get the sound clip up there, but I know what, I know what bombing's like. And that, that, that was bombing by Embiid. I get it. Bombing's terrible. It's not a good feeling. Uh, yeah. So wait, is that not not you guys don't want to hear that joke about steps? For the, no, Joel. First of all, you're sidestepping. You're not taking any steps. You're doing this. You do the same thing every year. I mean, it's incredible. That that that, that awkwardness afterwards is great. 
someone say um, it was not a failure, you know, steps to success. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> he's got, he's got this like look. He's got this smile. This right. He's just, uh, yeah. Oh God. Okay, that's wrong time, wrong place. You did not read the room there, Joel. Giannis actually uh, tweeted in there. What's so funny? He doesn't get it either. Yeah, Giannis, what you said was a joke. That's what's so funny. Oh, what else did Embiid say? Oh, the, and also, I like when Embiid said it's got to be five on five. Got to be five on five. What can I say? I need more mean hard and need more help. Uh, including from us. We need to help ourselves more. We didn't even say that. That I it was whatever. It's even hard to get into. Uh, like I said, maybe he saved maybe he saved Doc Rivers' job by playing so badly that they won't even get into it. Anyway, uh, anyway, let's get into uh, the, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more of that. Um, as far as the coaching candidates go, I'm going to do that. Uh, uh, all right, let me get into Denver Lakers real quick, and I'll still talk about some of that NBA bomb stuff. Um. Denver Lakers is tomorrow, Tuesday. So you have plenty of time for no matter when you're listening to us, you can give it. The line is five and a half, right? I believe five and a half to 22 and a half. Um, I, this is the series I've been waiting for, to be honest with you. I finally conceded the Lakers were going to beat Golden State. I conceded beforehand they're going to beat Golden State, even though I don't want to, because both were very flawed. Not that Denver is a perfect team, but Denver is a team that's still barely getting any credit. The series price is like 150. Let me take a look at this fucking series, Bryce. They're the one seed. I though I do like how everyone's now apologizing to Jokic <laughs> after Embiid's performance. Embiid's performance is so bad that we're apologizing to Nikola Jokic. Like, oh, I'm sorry. We were just sick of you. We didn't know what we had with the MVP. We didn't want to give you a third one. Our bad. Okay. You know what? You're right. We took you for granted, Jokic. We did. How would I take you out tonight? Come on. Little dinner? Something? Jokic, take us back. Jokic, take us back. Mark Jackson had a fucking apology. Mark Jackson was outed. Outed as the announcer who did left Jokic off his uh, MVP vote. And he had to apologize. With all full... Their full respects. I, my bad. I have to honor to my speak. I thought I was voting for all. You thought you were voting for all pro. And if you look at his ballot, he what well, he did think that it has to be because he was putting like Shea Girl and Christ in there and fucking guards and like what? What are you doing? He said put like a starting five out there. I love. They're gonna. They're, he's getting coaching nominee. <laughs> you want the Bucks? I hope the Bucks hired Mark Jackson. He's just hilarious. With all due respect. Hand down, man down. There goes that man. Imagine. <laughs> this fucking coach. Uh, Jordan, the JPN says, Doc has got to go. Yeah, of course Doc's got to go. But it's something we say every year. And somehow he doesn't do it. He's the biggest con man in the... It's, it's a thing with these NBA... It's these analysts. Mark Jackson's going to be a coach. J.J. Redick is getting nominated for a coaching job. That's how bad ESPN is, is that 
<laughs> if ESPN and fluctuates, people in the GMs and watch this shit, and they're like, okay, let's make JJ Redick a coach. He sounds no, he sounds smart. He only sounds smart because he just says a normal thing next to Stephen A. Smith or you know whoever out there screaming. They're made for TV takes. He says something normal, like, oh, he destroys every, he destroyed them. No, he just said he just sounded, he just said something that wasn't crazy. He didn't make him brilliant. How bad is the ESPN coverage, by the way? I'll, put, I'll, I'll Doc Rivers has got to go from Jordan uh, on, up on, up on the board the entire show if I have to. Although Insano, I like that one too. The reporter, my silence was not being misinterpreted. That's a callback to Dallas Braden. My silence is being misinterpreted. <laughs> Great comment. Great comment there, Insano. Good callback. Um, yeah, ESPN's coverage of the NBA, by the way, it's so it's so unwatchable. It's amazing. Like everything about the, the basketball, okay, I watch that's great. And then the exact opposite happens in anything pregame, halftime, like, oh God, this went from incredible action to this. You have Stephen A., Jalen Rose, Greeny, Mike Greenberg, Green, Green, and what, what is his voice Greenberg does? At all? Okay, like he's like this fucking 1950s announcer. He really tries to rev it up. And here we are. Tell me, go. Like, what are you doing? And they're bringing the first take show to the NBA, like NBA pregame and shit. We don't, so they just make up shit. Because they do, like I get, listen, the, the debate show, first take, What it is what it is. You know, it makes money. I get it. And I get you're just creating entertainment. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say on there because what? Who cares? But when you bring it to the regular show, Jalen Rose, <laughs> Jalen Rose, so after uh, a preview game, goes, I'm just going to put this out there. That's what he says. Just going to put it out there. Uh, how about Steve Kerr goes to Phoenix? You know, he's from Arizona. He coached Kevin Durant once. And Stephen A's like, nodding his head, yes, that's interesting. What? Where are you hearing this from? I'm not hearing this from anything. I'm just making it up. Uh, okay. Well, that's a cool thing to say before the game then. What are you talking? <laughs> just going to throw it out there. Nah, why not? See if it sticks. Then he has to deal with DeAndre. Monty Williams, of course, got fired. Who was coach? He went to the finals and coach of the year. Coach of the year means nothing in the NBA. <laughs> Nick Nurse, all these guys. Everyone wins coach of the year. You are fired. That's the last thing you want to do is win coach of the year in the NBA. Stephen A. Smith said, uh, "What? I mean, I, I don't want to be doing my show and talking about what other people are talking about, but it's just so ridiculous because it's it's so in your face because that's what's on. It's so fucking prominent. Like they, they, it's obviously I don't want to be TNT because they're great, Barkley and Shaq and those guys. You know what's so funny? Barkley and Shaq straight up laughed at Anthony Davis getting a concussion. Laughed, and we're like, oh, Chuck and Shaq is crazy." And then Stephen A. does the same thing the next day on Get Take. We're like, this is the most insensitive fucking take in the world. You piece of shit. It's because we don't like him. And he did have, and, but it was obvious that like Stephen A. was try, was doing it just because Chuck, Chuck and Shaq laughed. You can't laugh at Anthony Davis being soft. You're fucking Stephen A. Smith. Anyway, I get all that. That's what Stephen A. likes to say. I get all that. When he says I get all that, that means I, I understand what the truth is, but that's not as entertaining as what I'm about to say. 
And let me tell you something for the TV airwaves. That's what he loves. He actually he makes it so dramatic. I want to say something right now for the national television airwaves. Like, like it's going on the satellite signals off the. He goes, DeAndre Ayton got Monty Williams fired. I said it. That's what I said. People are going to be disturbed. And I know they have a new owner who wants to who wants to put a stamp on the, on the organization. I get all that. When he says I get all that, that means that's the truth. That's what it is. The new owner wants to hire his own guy, which he has every right to. He's a billionaire who owns the team. I get all that. But I trust me, that's not as fun as saying DeAndre Ayton got him fired. Man, they hate DeAndre Ayton. Everyone hates DeAndre Ayton. Black Twitter hates DeAndre Ayton. And that's who runs this league. You can say what you want about reparations, but the NBA owes Black Twitter money. Black Twitter runs the NBA. They are hilarious, and they are the storylines because the games are secondary. And they just fucking, they just kill people. They absolutely kill people. And beat, like, that, that's what, that's what just who we can bears about. Um <laughs> Kekasa says, right. You can criticize someone for getting concussed, but you can't scream that criticism. That's what hurts. Especially when you're on a concussion protocol. Um, I get all that. I get, listen, and there's brain injuries and concussions, and uh, there's a lot of advantage. I get all that. But to go out in a wheelchair, even though that's the medical protocol because you have imbalance and he's a seven-foot man, you can't have him walking to the locker room, and that's actually required by uh, medical standards. I get all that. I get the truth and why it happened, but that's not what's funny, and that's not what's entertaining. I get all that. Anyway. Stephen, I get all that. Oh my God! Where was I? My Jesus Christ! This this show's getting away from me. I have to do an ad read. Uh, <laughs> Ryan McGannon, who's texting his comments in there because for some reason he can't get into the YouTube comments. So anyone in the YouTube comments, which there's a lot of people now. Help him out if you know <laughs> he doesn't know how to do it. So he texts me comments. I'll read a few of them. He says, all of Doc Rivers' halftime speeches start with him mumbling to himself, dear God, Stephen A. shit was fire. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> uh, I love, Doc is just incredible. I, I'm Even if Doc is not back with the Sixers, which I still think there's a chance he's going to do because, like I said, Joel Embiid, Knew there was two ways to keep let him keep his job. He can either win, that'll keep Doc Rivers' job, but that that's not interesting. Or he could play so bad that they don't even blame Doc Rivers for the game seven loss. They forget that it was they forget that he's a bad coach because Embiid was so bad. And uh him and Harden, like, yeah, let's try that. That sounds that sounds interesting. No one's ever no one's ever shot 14% in a quarter before, have they? As a team? Let's try that, guys. What do you say? Anyway, all right, let me do read this real quick. Talkify. This is hilarious. Huh? Life is full of what ifs. So what if you're trying something new when it comes to dating? Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. I'll have to write this uh, timeline down. <laughs> I, uh, I am not a professional when it comes to reading ad reads. Are you having a hard time meeting great people to date? Why do you keep trying the same methods over and over if you know set up to fail? 
It's time to say goodbye to swiping and bring back the human touch of dating with Talkify. That sounds terrifying. Confidence is key when it comes to dating. But if you struggle to find worthwhile connections, it can be difficult to feel your best when meeting new people. With Talkify, you feel confident that you're meeting someone special who was picked just for you. It's the number one modern matchmaking service. Here's how it works. They Matchmakers meet with you, learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you, background checks, video interviews, the whole thing. Then they give you who they think is uh, good. 8% of the clients meet the first person in the first 12 matches. Is that a good number? 12 matches? Sounds like a nightmare. Anyway, right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-F-Y.com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com backslash SGPN. All right. Thank you for watching on live on YouTube, by the way, all these people who are on YouTube. Make sure to smash the subscribe button and like this video. Don't just sit there with it. You got to like the video, I think. That's how the algorithms work. Talkify, that's a fun new uh, sponsor. I like that they say there's, it takes confidence in dating, and then their next step is uh, hire us to pick someone for you, which kind of defeats the purpose of confidence. But anyway, you know what? Who am I? <laughs> who am I to tell? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know how to do any of that dating stuff. Uh, anyway, all right, let's break into, <laughs> let me get into, what are we at here? 34 minutes. All right. So we, did I even give out those bombs yet? Oh yeah. Denver Lakers. I forgot to, forgot to give it out. So it's, uh, the Lakers, the Laker fans in LA are unbearable and, uh, and I get it. They're not the same team as the team that should have lost to Minnesota in a playing game three weeks ago. And they, they did play a weak injured Memphis team and a golden state team that was ready to go out. Golden State. Oh my God. Speaking of someone who needs him, who's playing by Steph Curry was playing by himself. Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole were just fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. Now we don't we don't need a show for this. You're good, right, Curry? You got this? I mean, we're back in LA, but I mean, holy holy Mary did Curry have no help. Anyway. Uh so anyway, let's go to Denver. So Denver. It's still a disrespected one seed. They're laying five and a half. The series price is so small. They, they just get no credit. They're like, ah, it's the air. You can't play that altitude. All those guys. I mean, Jokic is the only one where, like, where it's like, okay, we, were, we apologize. We took you for granted. So we're going to give out Denver. Game one, minus five and a half. Bomb that real quick. Uh, 222 and a half. That's a low total for this first game. They always say that first game of the altitude is what gets you. Then the second game, your body adjusts. Everything's like you're getting off a flight to Japan and like you're like you're playing on the fucking moon. I was just in Colorado. I mean, yeah, the air's thin, but I mean, for God's sakes, have some water and you're fine. Uh, you, you know, they act like they're playing on the surface of the moon. Oh, come fourth quarter. You need IVs. You need machines. Like you're going to die. Players don't, players don't fly there because you can die. Ryan Clark, someone's lung or something. I don't know. Uh, but the series prices are interesting. Um, so the series is minus 160 for Denver. We'll give that out. And I actually think they went in five. So game minus a game and a half is plus 160. So we'll take that. Cranky old Lakers. Old. They just have a math problem. The Lakers going to have a math problem, I believe. Because they don't shoot the three at all. And you have to shoot the three in today's game. So it's just going to be three for two. I don't know. Or not. Or, or, or the uh, 
Who are the NBA script just has Lakers Celtics playing in the finals. That's what everyone's saying, which I, which I get that too. But with the writer's strike, I, I don't know. Maybe they don't know how to finish the script. And they let, they'll let some reality show of Jokic get in there. Who knows? All right, let's get to the other uh, Hawks. So that's tomorrow. Denver minus five and a half and over. So that's two bombs for that game and some serious plays. Now let's play the hockey game tonight. The ice bomb. I love uh, some fun ice bombs is game seven. Dallas cracking. Now, unlike NBA game sevens in hockey are actually good. Sometimes not always, but uh, they're better than basketball game sevens. Usually it's usually a little tighter. And uh, this series has been weird. I don't know what the hell to go with this series. Edmonton, uh, our cup, our cup team that we gave out for the bombs. That was our future. They lost last night. Uh, they lost uh, to Vegas at like one in the morning last night. That drought is uh, real. So that, so Edmonton lost last night, disappointing for the bottom line bombs. So we gave him out as our champion at 12 to one and 10 to one. Um, we really thought they were going to do it with everyone else losing. So that makes it now 30 years where Canada will not have a Stanley cup. I think the last one was 93 in Montreal. That's a drought. That's actually real. You hear a lot of sports droughts. A lot of them are just teams complaining, like cities complaining. Boston will complain at the Bruins. I'm like, fuck off, Boston. You win like eight Super Bowls or whatever it is. The Red Sox won 10 World Series. Like, shut up. Like, a lot of cities complain about their droughts, and then they have other championships or whatever. And they go to specific teams. Well, our box across team hasn't won since 89. Great. So, a few of them are real. The Cubs one was real, even though Chicago still had plenty of championships. Cleveland is pretty close to being. Detroit's pretty bad, I guess. You know, the Pistons won. But the Lions are pretty bad, and the Browns are bad. And Cleveland, Cle- Cleveland overall is pretty rough, but other than LeBron game of cha- championship. But it's also not. If you ask if you're a real Cleveland fan, they know that that doesn't even count for them because they're racist. But the point is uh, this drought, Canada not winning a cup in 30 years. That's one I kind of feel bad for because, first of all, they have like six teams, and it's their sport. We don't care about hockey as Americans. I mean, I like it. I enjoy it. I bet on it. But you know what I'm talking about. It's just not a priority. Even hockey fans, it's still not a priority in America. And so every time we win a cup, they get furious, and it's usually a town that nobody knows. You know, Fucking Florida and Carolina are playing in the Eastern Conference. One of those teams are playing for a Stanley Cup. Florida doesn't know what the fuck a Stanley Cup is. They don't know what icing is. Meanwhile, living in Winnipeg, watching this shit, <laughs> where that's your entire existence. Oh, I do. I feel bad for him. ESPN doesn't even care about hockey, and they have a contract with them. They played, they put the fucking. Uh, <laughs> The Edmonton-Vancouver uh, game on last night at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock starting time on a Sunday night Eastern. Oh, why? Is it competing with other sports? Nah, not really. But we got a baseball game that we kind of want to, you know, Red Sox Cardinals, they're awful, but, you know, they got fans that used to be around in the 50s or something, I guess. I don't know. I mean... That's what. That's what. Uh, if there's no truer example of how football dominates, ESPN has a Sunday night baseball deal, so they do Sunday night baseball every Sunday. 
So that's why they put the hockey game after the baseball game, which was insane to play a game six playoff game with the best player in hockey at 10 o'clock Eastern on Sunday. Everyone's in bed by then. And then uh, <laughs> like, well, we got to play our baseball game. Meanwhile, and it's a meaningless baseball game. It's a fucking mid-May game. Two bad teams. I get it. It's at Fenway. It's two franchises. But meanwhile, football come around week three or week, week you know, it could be a pennant race game. It means everything. Game 162 in baseball. Sorry. Yeah, you're gone. You're going to the deuce baseball. We got a, we got a week two football game to play. So. Um, <laughs> some began comments. I will not be repeating. Um, <laughs> but hockey, there's like, yeah, whatever. We'll destroy you on. Who cares? We we want to watch Succession first. I think maybe Barry is that on too. All right, tell you what, hockey. This is what we'll do. We have a game seven basketball game. Oh, that'll be on at noon. Okay, and then we're gonna go uh, take a nap. You know, we're gonna nap to some golf, maybe. Then we're gonna come back for some local news and uh, sixty minutes. And then um, they're gonna have the baseball game on and America's Funny Stone videos. I think that's still on the air. And then we're gonna throw some. <laughs> then we're gonna have George Michael Sports Machine. That comes on eleven thirty. A rerun of that on Sunday night. And then around midnight we'll play. Uh, what was your guy again? Connor McDavid. He said he's good. All right, we'll put him on at midnight. How's that sound? Sound good? And you're also out of the playoffs. So Canada does have a gripe. We don't know. Costa says it's all Canada's fault for informing us on who wins. If they kept it to themselves, we'd never know who won the cup. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's true. We, uh, we just take their word for it. At their, uh, their sports center spelled R E. It's weird when you go up to Canada. Some when you go up to Canada, I go up to Canada a lot for uh, gigs. Edmonton, Winnipeg, I've been to Calgary, um, Vancouver, gorgeous. Canada just always is a little bit off. Sports Center spelled R E. Like you're like, oh, this is like this is like America, you know, everything's just normal. And then you see something that's like, well, that was weird. What was that? You know, and there's like some. It's just something that's, you can't put your finger on it. They're putting gravy on these fries. What the hell's going on? What's going on up here? All right. Okay. I don't get it, but all right. Um, anyway, so I do feel bad that now Canadians won't win a cup again. It'll be either now Dallas might win or Se Seattle just got a team this like last year. Hey, this is easy. Canada. Why don't you guys do this? We're the cracking. Call yourself a dragon or something. This is fun. I don't how do we don't even know how to play. We just got a team. We just signed up at the uh, city council meeting, you know, for a free uh, application for a hockey team. They gave it to us. And look at us. We might win the Stanley Cup. Woohoo! How long have you guys been doing this, Canada? Your entire existence? This is the only thing you care about? Oh, that sucks. Anyway, Dallas, Seattle tonight, <laughs> game seven. <laughs> Yeehaw. Dallas has no clue what the fuck is going on in a hockey game, but they like it. They like whites flying around. They like shooting guns. Uh, they play tonight. I don't know a side for this. I do have Dallas in the series. I just hope they win. Seattle wins, whatever. Uh, over. We will take over five and a half. 
It's been crushing. The over has been crushing all series. Uh, they've played each other nine times, and the over has hit. It's nine and zero, nine and zero to the over, and they haven't adjusted. And, I, and the reason why the only reason why this isn't six is because it's a game seven. That's the only thing keeping it away from game seven. But game six should have been lower if, if you want to go by that mentality. That mentality. So let's give out Dallas minus five and a half. I mean, yeah, over five and a half. Dallas, Seattle. Bomb. Like I said, we're seven and one last bombs. Do I say seven and one? Yeah, seven and one last bombs. So let me just recap real quick. So I give out Dallas and Reggie. You know what? Fuck it. I just convinced myself to give out Dallas in regulation. They're minus one thirty-five in regulation. All right, I'll give that up. So ice bombs. Dallas in regulation minus one thirty-five bomb. Whoops, that's the man in the box. Over five and a half bomb. Nuggets minus five and a half. Over two twenty-two and a half. And then uh, Wednesday show, I took, we'll get into the other series, Boston and Miami and Carolina and Florida. It doesn't even make sense, those fucking teams. Now let's get to the box. Oh, look at that hair again. All right. Let's get into it. Oh, 45 minutes. Not too, not too bad, although we might have a long man in the box. Thank you, everybody, who is joining us on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe and subscribe to the podcast itself. Five-star review. Uh, <laughs> Ryan McGannon on the text has some Deshaun Watson comments that will not make the air. It's not even making the air on my show. The R-rated ESPN, I was told by a listener the other day. When I say listener, I say friend Xavier Lamont, if he's out there listening. Great comic in Chicago, XL. We used to get after it. Now we're both sober. Now we listen. Now we talk sports. <laughs> anyway, I am the man in the box. Let me do that again. That's fun. Uh, let's talk a little. We got to talk John Morant. Everyone's talking John Morant. He um, was seen on Instagram live again with a gun right after doing it and getting suspended for it uh, a couple months ago. I love Joe. I mean, this Joe's getting pretty funny to me. He's and everyone's calling him. Everyone's having a lot of fun time calling him dumb, which obviously he is because he's jeopardizing two hundred twenty million dollars. He just can't help himself from going on. But but he's young. He's like what is he twenty two or something? He's crazy young. And here's the problem: it's not the guns. America has no problem with guns. That's a fact, obviously. Now. Do they have a problem with black people with guns? Yeah, they do. They do, for sure. It's definitely different. But it's how you behave with the guns is how we hand is how we react to it. The problem John Moran has is he's having fun with his guns. You know, he's dancing with it, he's shooting a video, you know. We don't like that. Don't post that. Don't be bragging with your guns like fun, like jovial. You either have to you either have to be in fear or you impose fear. You know, you can you can have five guns or you can brandish your guns in line at Subway if you want. But just don't uh just don't dance with them. That's all. And that's the problem. And he gets shot on Instagram shot. No pun intended. And that's another problem. They say, "Oh, you got you have bad friends." It's not that he has bad it's not that he has bad friends. I don't want to say that. 
I mean, if you want to say that, you can say that. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> like, well, they're always shooting them with the videos, you know, and they're posting. But that's what these kids do. That's what people understand. <laughs> Let me tell you as an older white guy how uh, what these kids are doing. Uh, <laughs> but that's what they do. They post everything, though. That's what they do. Yes, they're going to go on IG Live. and It's the people, it's these hall monitors that get, that get in on it. The friends, see, the guy, the, his friend who shot the video did try to cover it up. He put the camera down the foot on the shirt a little bit, but it only takes one glance, one glance at that gun. And Josh just pulls that, those guns just pop out. He popped out like fucking taxi driver, came out of his sleeve. Like he's a, like he's a magician who like has to get ready for the day by putting pigeons up his sleeve and shit. Like, I was wondering about magicians. They have to, uh, much preparation they have to do just to walk outside the house, you know, like everything up their sleeves and these trick things. That's what Ja has to do with all these guns. So his friend, you know, he shoots it on IG Live. They're doing rap. They're blowing, you know, smoke and they're doing rap. They're singing and rapping. That's what they do. And they post it. But then you have the friend of that guy who sees it and then they just start tagging ESPN, Woj, police. What do you think of it? Everyone's a fucking hall monitor on Twitter. Everyone wants everyone fired. Everyone wants everyone else in trouble. And then what happens, like, it's nothing personal, just something you can, how is it nothing personal? You directly attacked this guy. <laughs> you directly tried to get him in trouble by tagging all of his meat, all the media outlets and his boss. So, yeah. And I remember the interview job did with Jalen Rhodes. I was like, ah, oh, it's never going to happen again. <laughs> He's 20, I mean... It's amazing. We have such, I mean, it's just, it's just so funny with the gun culture. It's like, you can, you can wear them in Tark. He should try that. What if he went all hillbilly with the guns? Ja. Like, all right, listen, Ja, we get it. We get, you can't stop holding guns in public. It's your thing. You love it. All right. We're not going to change you, but we're going to change the way you hold them. All right, we're going to uh, we're going to give you a pair of uh, Ray-Bans or Oakleys, you know. We're going to put you in line at a Jersey Mike's or something. We're going to strap a couple to your fucking backs. How <laughs> they have the fucking like the the bullet belts going across those shotgun. Like what are you doing? You're just trying to get a slice of pizza. You're wearing body armor. Oh, my goodness graciousness. So just stop having joy in it. We love guns. We all know guns aren't the problem. And people do like saying, there's nothing against the law. There is no law against doing this with guns, which is amazing to me, by the way. Is that an Alabama basketball player? He, what the hell is his name? He didn't play for Alabama. He was transferring. Um, good guy. What's his name? Jaquan Walton. He transferred to Alabama, Alabama basketball player, obviously not this year, besides the players that murdered somebody. He got away with that. Then they got a transfer come in and he got arrested. He had three like loaded guns in his car, but he got arrested for weed. And that's why they had a, a suspend him in jail. And the cops even said, yeah, no crime against having these three Uzis in your car, even in Alabama, you don't even need a permit anymore. But the weed, that's a problem. <laughs> the guns have more rights than fucking weed. Oh, my goodness, God. <laughs> so, Ja, goodness, God. 
By the way, should the Sixers go for Monty Williams? Jordan, what? Jordan, the PJP wants to know. I mean, I will say this about that. Basically, just get all analysts. Monty Williams, yeah, why not? I mean, great coach. Get JJ, get everyone. Get Stephen A. Smith. Fuck it. Oh, he probably he doesn't want to take a pay cut, probably. Um, they just got to blow. I like. I, I love the day after teams lose. Blow it. Up. It's everything's blow it up. What are you gonna do? Um, but God, people love talking how dumb Jai's Kwame Brown went on a six minute rant. Just call him They're like facts. That's pure facts. You call him the N word like fifty times. Dumb N word. Like yeah, that's Kwame. <laughs> He's right. It's amazing. It's a corporation. Yes, it's not. It's it's legal. I like people say that. It's le- yeah. It's legal. It's legal for John Rent to act like a gang member and have guns. But if you want two hundred fifty million dollars from white people in the NBA, it's not. It's not uh, recommended. We'll just say that. <laughs> John, like, ja, all you have to do. Is put your fucking story on private. Do something. Close family and friends. How about that in your IG story? Can you put that? Can you put the little star on there for friends and family only? You know? It's usually people like, uh, who is weird, the private IG? Only for, who are you keeping out? I feel like you've had death threats, but you're only, you know, you're fucking, you're sharing a recipe for fucking bruschetta. Oh, this is where I will run out of steam here. Jeez, 53 minutes. Let's keep this under wraps, huh? Man in the box. That's how I was man in the box for Job ja Morant. So Job ja Morant, keep the guns. Just get rid of the joy. Make it more fearful. Is my advice to you. You're getting a lot of advice, Ja. Take it from the man in the box. Keep your guns. Keep posting it. Whatever. But stop doing rap videos with it. And start terrifying customers inside of a subway. That's how we like our guns with your rights. And that's the man in the box. All right. Thank you for everyone for joining us on the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and like all that stuff, including everyone. Kane, I'll give you, I'll give a, I'll answer Jordan's question real quick. Uh, Canes have a chance of winning a cup. They do. They do have winning a ring and a cup, and nothing would piss Carolina off more. Or Hartford. Poor Hartford Whalers. Carolina wins another damn Stanley Cup. Carolina has a great chance of winning. And uh, But like I said, I'll talk about the Carolina and Florida series Wednesday, noon Pacific, live. Come back for that analysis and the series. We'll get into that. Um, other than that, we got the other games. And then we have uh, Insano. Who says, Ja just needs to run for Congress. Then it'd be all right with the brandishing guns. That's what I mean. It's not the brandishing. It's the happiness. It's the dancing. You can brandish. Just don't dance with them. Anyway, so subscribe to the show. Five-star review. Do all that. Go to the merch store if you want a man-in-a-box clothes and those mesh shorts and find out what you do with those things. Good Lord. Uh, follow me on Instagram. That CJ Sullivan was taken. That's a uh, joke. I used it in my handle when I put in CJ Sullivan and it came back. CJ Sullivan was taken. It's not a Liam Neeson joke. It's not like that situation. 
So that's my Instagram handle. See, just all almost taken. You'll see, um, you'll see other man in the box stuff. Make sure you subscribe to my man, this YouTube and my CJ Sullivan YouTube as well. You get exclusive man in the box stuff. And that's about it. That's about the rest of my life. Um, I don't think I have anything else to plug. Nothing. Blackout Diaries, another podcast I do with the great Sean Flannery. You can subscribe to that wherever pods are told. Um, a lot of fun old drinking stories, even though I'm uh, Cali sober now, which means I do every drug imaginable. But I don't drink alcohol, and I feel like I'm better for it. I have moral superiority, and I judge other people. That's the fun thing about when you stop drinking, you get to judge other people. I judge, I judge other non-drinkers. Guy came up to me after the show and said he's been sober for 30 years. He quit when he was 19. He's like, 19? You didn't even try. What the hell's that? You have a whole life to ruin. Then you, then you get to this point. The fuck's your rock bottom at 19? You woke up in the wrong dorm room or something? Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Let me get back. Oh, let me get back wide. The thumbnail. Bottom line bombs. Joel Embiid. Let me, let me one, one more time. Let's listen to Joel Embiid bomb at his press conference as he tried to. Uh, <laughs> one more time. To, to, I'll, I'll go out on that. Joel Embiid doing his Giannis joke at the press conference and all the reporters hating it because he lost. Reading the room. Not reading the room correctly. Let's There we go. Um, but, yeah. was not a failure, you know, steps of success. Um, but, yeah, just, like, <laughs> was not a failure.